This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode with Noah Gardenswartz. Uh, we talk about a girlfriend who's changing her look and brotherhood lock-ins. We've got some great ideas for you. Check it out, share it with friends. J Train Podcast is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Santa New York Labs. are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We got some new intro music. I know you just heard it, and you'll probably send me messages saying how much you hate it, but that's the new intro music. Uh, I think it's hilarious and ridiculous, and it's a lot like this podcast. It's to get you pumped up, get ready for some emails about being a virgin. So, I'm excited for, we're going to have some new gizmos in this episode, so get ready. Uh, I'm super excited about all the change with this uh, podcast and how much it's grown. I want to thank you guys for listening and sending me your Snapchats while you listen. Very cool for me. If you don't follow me on Snapchat, JTrain56 on Snapchat. It's very cool. It feathers my nuts when I get a picture of you listening to the podcast, so it's very cool for me. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. I'm very excited about today's guest. Um... He's, uh, we've never had him on before. I'm pumped to have him. Noah Gardenswartz, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm- Fantastic comic. Uh, Noah G Comedy on Twitter. Dude, it's good to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm glad to be on the episode where they debut the new music. The new is, music. I love it. I think it's going to bring in an exciting new demographic of fans for yes, you. Yes, I think we're going to get the, uh, the, the fans that like the opening to Metallica's Enter Sandman. That was the whole idea. It's an interactive base on Twitter. Yes. Let's get interactive. Let me know what you think of the music. And also, go follow Noah on Twitter. Fantastic comic. You've seen him on Adam Devine's House Party. He's got an album coming out in the fall through Comedy Central. And you can go to his website, Noah G Comedy. You're, you're perform- NoahGComedy.com. You're performing all over. Yeah, yeah. You got dates coming up. You're around, so yeah, go check them out. Stay on, stay online. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> just get on that internet thing. Uh, super pumped. Let's get get to some emails. Are you ready to answer? Uh, I can't. The use of America. I'm excited. Uh, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's the email. If you have any question, any story, send it in. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. This one starts out with. This is called late night text. Okay. You're hip to that game. Very familiar with that territory. Hey, J-Train. Love the podcast. Been listening for over a year. Enough sizzling your sausage. I have a question. I'm a junior at a large Midwestern university, and I've been talking to this girl uh, from school a little bit. It's been relatively friendly, but flirty at times, increasingly so. We've known each other for about a year, but only started talking about a month ago. Over spring break, she texted me while she was drunk to notify me that she was so lit. (laughs) <laughs> did oh, she, did she use the fire emoji? No fire. Just so with seven O's and lit with five T's. So that means she's yeah, down yeah. to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're from the same state back on the East Coast, live about 45 minutes from each other. So coming over at 1.30 in the morning wasn't really all that viable. Since then, proceeded to ask what I was doing the next day. I was flying back to school while she was taking another day for break. Uh, we then agreed we should chill and split a bottle. 
Okay, she <laughs> is throwing the pussy at him. Yeah, he, like, she's so down. many times over. The week after spring break, is this a thinly veiled you up text or just a drunk girl being drunk? It seems to me that if a girl is thinking about you at 1.30 a.m., wants to know what you're doing the following day, odds are pretty good that she wants the strong medium. Any and all, <laughs> <laughs> any and all advice would be appreciated. What do you think? I think she's begging for the strong medium. She loves I, the strong medium. I think medium. she wants the six inch and he yeah. serve it up. <laughs> I mean, I knew she was down with the so lit, but I do, I appreciate the fact that he's respectful, making sure it is of course. You know, consensual, not just a drunk thing, but the follow-up text the next day and what a are week you doing? later. It's, it's a wrap. I, I don't even know what his question is. The he, question is, yeah, his question is more like, do how do I pursue, I think, right? And I think with me, texting's all about what surrounds the text and when it comes. You know, the fact that it was a late night text means like she wants a late night experience. Sure. You know, if it came at four o'clock on Easter Sunday, maybe she's thinking of you that, while she's thinking zone. of God. Yeah. Right, that's you, know, you don't no, want she, that. She gave him a layup with the first text and the fact that there was a follow up yes. validating, confirmed the fact that it wasn't a drunk mistake that she regretted. Totally. And she's making sure that you don't regret getting into that conversation by you answering, oh, today I'm doing this. You're saying, oh, I'll talk to you when you're drunk. I'll talk to you when you're sober. The play, you want to match someone else's text. Sure. So I want to, if you come at me with a late night text and you want to, here's the problem is you don't want to get caught in a situation where it has to become serious right away. Well, yeah, I know. I noticed he didn't respond with anything that he said. Like, I'm, I'm wondering what he did in response to the 1:30 a.m. text, well, the first one of so lit. Well, it sounds like he he said we then agreed we should chill and split a bottle the week after spring break. Okay. So there, there. So plans have already been established. Plan, yes, and I think what you want to do if you want to keep it casual, put it in a casual. You don't want to go too far ahead because sometimes we'll see that there's vagina ahead of us and we're like, okay, I gotta eat it all at mm -hmm. once. No. Take a minute. Yeah, at this point, the play is just not to ruin it. Yes. <laughs> so no dick pics. No dick pics. And then you got to send her, you got you to gotta set yourself up for the hangout to match when the text came to you. That's the play. So it's like, you know, it came to you at 1.30 a.m. So you got to say, hey, I'm going out with my friends tonight. Come split that bottle later tonight, later on. Right. Now you got the friend hangout and you guys, it's kind of like when you watch a boxing match. You got to set up your undercards and let her be the main event. Right. It's the sweet science. That's the sweet science right there. So when you're, you know, especially now you're on the, he's in the, all the power right now. Mm -hmm. And and I like your suggestion of pick the date, get the bottle, and then just tell her it's happening. It's don't, happening. Don't ask her, do you still want to go get that bottle? No, tonight I'm getting the bottle. You should come through. In, in sales, they call it the assume close. There you go. So you assume close her. Hey, tonight, let's do that bottle. But like we said, at this point, all he has to do is not fuck it up. Don't get too dirty, no dick pics, and also keep your responses a sentence or under. Yes, you know, and keep it about the plan. Yes, yeah, don't go on paragraph-long tangents or you're going <laughs> to lose it. She's going to get bored. Hey, so I was thinking about how cool it was that you got in touch. No, that that just made you gay, okay? That just made yeah. her rethink been, this whole thing. I've been waiting to hear from you. Yeah, <laughs> just anything with sentimental value, you're just immediately drying up the desert right he, there. He's in a good position, though. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason he should not be sleeping with her by the time he hears this podcast. I want you emailing us while you're sleeping with her and her be like, what are you doing? It's like, no, I'm just talking to J-Train. <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Noah Garden Swartz at Noah G Comedy on Twitter noahgcomedy.com he's coming all over the country let's check this out Brotherhood 
lock-ins. Well, you you were in a fraternity at Emory, right? I was. I was in Sigma Nu, Xi chapter. Okay, cool. And you were, did you live at the fraternity? My sophomore year, I lived in the house. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I was one of those frat boys that I wasn't super serious about the frat nationally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest, I don't same, care about Sig Nu as same. an organization. <laughs> okay. But I'm, I loved the guys that I was in the fraternity with, and we had some great times. Totally. And I always think that that's the best uh, attitude with fraternity. I'm the same way. Like, my house, I love the guys in my house. Like, I don't really feel a connection with you know, it's nice when guys are like, I'm in beta to it, you know, you you know, yeah, fucking sure. South Carolina. I don't know. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, but you know, I didn't sign up for you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm 32 years old now. I meet another Sigma Nu. They try to give me the secret shake. I'm like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm 32. What are we doing? I don't know you. Yeah. Uh, no, but I appreciate it. And I, I think it's nice. But I also am like, when you join a house, you join it for the guys. Absolutely. In that house. That, and that, yeah. That said, the fraternity definitely was a huge part of my college experience. Absolutely. I'm still in touch with those guys every day. I'm here for the real hard-hitting issues. I'm, a, I'm the social chair for my fraternity this semester. We will be going on our formal weekend vacation as in the next couple of weeks. And before that, I wanted to have every brother get together for a good old-fashioned brotherhood lock-in. Okay. In case this isn't something that everyone knows, it's basically an event that requires all brothers attend, which is meant to be a bonding time and has traditionally been centered around mass consumptions of alcohol in short periods of time. My question for you, J Train, is how can we make can I make a brotherhood lock in event that isn't similar to the ones that we've done in the past, such as the Great American Challenge or Beer Olympics? To make this applicable to those not in a fraternity, what are some good events that can be done to help a bunch of bros bond together that everyone will actually be excited to come to and have a good time at? We usually have these events before having parties, so including alcohol is inevitable. Your podcast is the titties. <laughs> I'm going to start calling things the titties. Uh, and everyone who I've recommended to has loved it, so keep it up. Thanks. Oh, thanks, man. So what do you think? What's a good... Do you ever have a good event? Yeah, I mean, I uh, we used to do something called Holy Wars, which oh, is when we okay. would split the house up between Christians and Jews and basically have a drinking competition. That's awesome and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, everyone needs to do that. Yeah, and so my suggestion is, you know, it's a bunch of men in college. They're competitive. They want to have fun. So anytime you can make it, a game where it's a split between the house. Yes. Where, like, that way it's not about, like, everyone unrealistically all brotherly love, but at the same time everyone's having a good time together. But give men something to compete over. Ball busting is yes. the great male communicator. So Yeah, so you can you can do a Holy Wars. You can do uh, drugs versus drinkers if you got your potheads. Let's no, keep explaining these. I, I've explained a lot of them on uh, past episodes, so I, I like hearing, like, what another school has done. Yeah, so... What's the drugs versus drinkers? Basically, you got your potheads versus your drinkers, and then it's physical challenges to see who can okay. <laughs> you know, physically be more capable while under the influence under of their the, substance of choice. That's a great idea. I love that. So so those are, those would be my first two suggestions. First two. Some kind of game playing with a comp competition element. Totally. I always encourage being in your underwear. <laughs> okay. I think anything you do, just be in your underwear. That's always a fun male thing to just be cavemen. You know, we did 7-Eleven doubles in our underwear, so everyone got in their underwear, and then we just played 7-Eleven doubles. What's you ever play that game? No, it's like a dice game with drinking. Oh, like crap. Yeah, it's okay. kind of like that. I, mean, I, I can't even remember the rules. If you look it up, you just you basically are rolling dice. Uh, you have to get 7-Eleven or, or doubles until, until someone... Can you look it up, man, Sam, to see... The rules to this game, but it basically, it's a it's a it's a challenge. It's more of a speed game because okay. you have to roll the dice, and if you don't get those numbers, well, you go against somebody. I don't know. I'm I'm now ranting, but I uh, go look up that game. That's a good game. We play in our underwear, get fucking wasted. Um, another one that we would do is 
high kick competitions. Yeah, and, and yeah, love fun. a good. You would have a face off. You have one guy in the middle with a stick. You'd hold up the stick and the two guys, and you just do. It's like limbo. Love that. Who can get their toe to touch the stick? Fantastic. You know, and then you make it like a tournament style. You yeah, do it so like March Madness. It all comes down to stupid competition among yes, friends. Yes, exactly. Uh, another one that's always fun is if you do a boxing tournament for the fraternity with just lacrosse gloves oh, and helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> everyone likes to see we you beat the also, shit out of each other, see who the toughest guy in the frat is, but no one really gets hurt with helmets and boxing gloves. Yeah, you keep it safe, keep it civil. I mean, we also would do strippers. That was the well, one thing. Th that was my next question is with his locking, are they letting outsiders come in? We did the strippers uh, and it felt it was it feels like this. We do canoe races and boat races. You would do those things. But like the the strippers was fun because uh, they would be basically your party event planners. Sure. They come in with the dildos and the lacrosse sticks and the you know the what have yous, and then they start doing something. And you're just chanting, and you get your nerdiest buddy to go in there in the middle and get yeah, rode on for a minute. That's all fun and good. You know, that's ten good, years clean, later, fun. you find out he was gay, and that was a yeah. scarring experience. <laughs> and now he doesn't talk to half the guys in the frat. It, it the, happens. It was <laughs> the last titty ever touched. Yeah, that's uh, how it goes. I. I what, oh, man. I was gonna say seven elevens and doubles. Obviously, if you roll a seven, you get two dice. Seven eleven doubles. Uh, you have to get to pick somebody that gets the drink. Yes. If they can drink, they have to drink it before the you roll another seven elevens double. You can look it up on Wikipedia, but you need two dice and it's seven. It's a great game, it's and it gets fun. you fucked up. Yeah. Uh, th this guy sounds like a fantastic social chair, though. Yeah. The, the fact that he already There's wants the brotherhood in. to bond before <laughs> they go to yeah. the, the formal, which is no easy thing to set up, which I'm sure he's been on top of. Good for this. Yeah. Guy. This is, and it's all about planning. It's all about getting together with like, and it's kind of like a writers' meeting. You know, you get four people from the house, the most creative dudes. You put them in a room and you say, okay, we're planning out a lock-in. What are the best things we can do? We Have used to outline. do $5 frenzies. Everyone would get together on like a Tuesday night in a room and we'd throw $5 in. Each of us would throw $5 in and buy as much weed as possible. Yeah, and then everyone yeah. would just sit down and getting high. And that would be, I'm not a big smoker, and that would be the highest I've ever been because it would just have like a bong coming one way, uh, a blunt coming the other way, and then like everyone just like, and it's just yeah. full of smoke. They, they do $5 frenzies with a little Edward Forty hands competition. Do that. There you go. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Noah Garden Swartz at Noah G Comedy. All my friends have gotten laid. That's how this next email That's starts. what this email is called. Okay. All my friends have gotten laid. It's from a high schooler. We have a high school email. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. See, we're getting uh, some new sound effects here. That voice just gave me a quarter chub. I know. It's it dangerous is, it, for, the, for the high school. You show. and I make a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, J-Train, I'm a senior in high school. I'm looking forward to college this year, but I have a dilemma. All my friends are getting laid. They're all in relationships. If they're not, they've all gotten laid before. Yet I'm sitting here with my dick in hand every Friday night wondering what the hell I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I, de I define myself as a good-looking 18-year-old as I've dated two chicks uh, dated chicks two years older than me in college. So I'd say I'm hot shit in the most humble way possible. <laughs> I don't know if well, that's well, possible. That's his, that's his problem. He's uh, he's trying to outkick the coverage too early. He's going for older women in college instead of going for younger women in high school. If he oh. wants to have sex, he should go for a more attainable goal. Go for a woman who's going to look up to him as opposed to one that looks down on him. Ah, that is the advice of the century. 
Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't even know where else to go I mean, with that. If he's handsome enough and confident enough to, to get in high older, school pull a, yeah, he should be using that confidence because really, on the, the high school girl. If you're a high school kid that's getting with a college girl, she's only using you uh, for her uh, ego to be pumped a little bit, to feel comfortable and safe, and to not because girls. I've said this on past episodes. A lot of girls, what they do is they'll compete with the levels of their relationship. So if a girl has a boyfriend, she is now a top tier woman because she can get a boyfriend. Sure. So for those girls that are away at college, they're using you to say, well, I have this boyfriend. So I am an, an you know, I am someone that people want. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I could care less what the college girl's motivation is. For yeah. him. The <laughs> fact is if he has the confidence and the swag to pull off a college girl while he's in high school, he should absolutely be sleeping with high school girls. Yeah. He's got to go with high school girls. Yeah. And that, because right now he's only getting with the college girls because he wants to sound cool to his friends while he's still a virgin. With his dick in his hand. <laughs> With his dick in his hand. Yeah. So, that's the thing. Pride will get in your way. Absolutely. At every fucking turn. This is a, this is a, for anybody, any age, it doesn't matter. This kid is putting his pride of sounding cool to get with college girls to get in his way of actually having sex. And you know what? Low-hanging fruit still tastes good when you're starving. Yes. So don't be too picky. <laughs> Low-hanging, that is the totally true. Yeah, he's, he writes, uh, please help me, dude. I want to get laid before I go off to college. Best regards, tell Mansamp I say hello and I'm sorry about his dog. Oh, thank you. This is very nice. I appreciate it. <laughs> Lost his dog recently. So I, I gathered from context. <laughs> <Yeah>, so, <laughs> so what do you, I mean, so that's the advice. I mean, is there any, do you remember losing your virginity? Yeah, I was, uh, I was a sophomore. In high school, okay, and I lost it to a freshman in high school. Yeah, so you went, you went down. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't one of those. I, I do remember where I wasn't actually interested in having a long term relationship, but I did have to commit to a relationship to have to sex. have the sex. Yeah. That is for a very her, high school move. Yeah, for her to be willing to have sex, we had to be boyfriend and girlfriend. How long so. did you guys stay together for? Oh, maybe a month after. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the minute you come, you're like, I am a man. Get out of here. You know what was funny is. Uh, it was, it was a half black, half Puerto Rican girl. Okay. And, and one of the things I loved about her that I was really attracted to, she had green eyes. Oh. The, the first time we have sex, she's on top. I don't know what happens. One of her contacts comes out. She has a green eye and a brown eye, and it was the first time I knew that she didn't have real green <laughs> eyes as I'm losing my virginity. Yeah, and at that point, you didn't feel so bad about telling her you'd be in the relationship. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're lying about something yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, the biggest issue with losing your virginity is concentrating on the virginity. Yeah. He's you can't get too caught up with it. You cuz right right now they can smell the thirst off of you. Yeah, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy when you start talking about how you'll never lose your virginity. And you and never will. You get too frustrated and you chase it too hard. The move is to lean on your bros. Don't get in your don't get in your head about it. Hang out with them. If they're all in relationships, then those girls have friends that are mad that they're not in relationships. Yeah, they want to meet guys too. Or go out and find a few new wingmen for your senior year. Yeah. Guys that are on the prowl as well. And then you guys can toss each other, you know, assists there here and there. I think when you lean on your friends that you already have, at least they have girlfriends, and then those girlfriends know their friends that are looking to get down. Yeah, well, the other thing is you don't realize it until you've, you're have several years removed from high school. And have this is the why we have this looking, podcast. Right, which, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's often the overlooked, nerdy, shy, quiet girls in high school that no one pays attention to mm -hmm. that turn out to be the biggest freaks or the hottest ones years yes. later. And so like right now... There's a girl prowling the halls of your high school mm -hmm. who you've never even looked twice at that would fuck you tonight. It's the penny stock. Yeah. You want to buy low, sell high. Amen. And that's, I mean, that is what you, I call it the Zoe Deschanel thing. You know Zoe Deschanel? Oh, I know. So <laughs> she's hot, but she's also hot in a way that guys, nerdy guys, 
think they can talk to her still. Right. So that's why she, like a lot of nerdy guys will like prop her up as their queen. There's someone in your high school that has is Zoe Deschanel hot. She's attainable and she's also someone you can talk to, like a diamond in the rough. So you will feel comfortable talking to her, and then you'll get you know the you get some reps in talking to her, and then you can move it forward. So combine our advice, you're looking for a younger Zoe Deschanel. That's easy. <laughs> Go find the sophomore Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com this actually made me think of another email that I wasn't going to read but you mentioned something with your story about the girl losing the eye yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like that she just turned into a cyborg uh, this, guy, this guy wrote in a girl changing her look where is this email changing her look what's up jtrain love the podcast you and your guests somehow always give advice that ends up working out so keep doing you this girl I've been with for a few months now, 779, there you go. face body personality, yep. is feeling adventurous and deciding she wants to cut her hair and dye it a really odd color. Something out of Crayola six-pack, 64-pack, not that you would find naturally on a person. I'm not sold on the idea, but she seems set on it. What should I do if it ends up being something that I don't think looks good? Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. What do you think? Hmm. Uh, I mean, hair color is not something that would ever turn me off of a girl I already found attractive. That doesn't sound like a uh, a huge problem for me. I, I agree. I've always said I wanted to, I've said it on this podcast, I'm like, I want to date a hairdresser because yeah. they keep changing looks right. and it's like dating six different girls and you never have to worry about your cell phone. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, like, if we're talking, if she wants to shave her head and mm. it's completely going to change how she looks, then that's one thing. But, you know, even that hair. I find hot. I'm just sure. like, oh, I mean, I, I'm just happy she went for it. Right. I think I'm that just, shows an adventurous, like, it shows a lot of confidence. Yeah. And, and a girl who is willing to dye her hair, there's an element of freakiness to that yes. where she's probably a little bit more open in general. If open she'll dye her hair, sexually. that anus. You know, is on, is on the table. Yeah, I, I mean, I I say he should stop worrying about the hair color and just make sure that everything is still all. You got to look at the positive in it, especially if she's a nine personality. He's got a cool girl on his hands. Yeah, and it holds on. First of all, and here's the other thing: you got to look at the positive of the situation. One, you're right now. You got a girl that you're having sex with and you're having fun with. Now she's going to change her look. Now she's going to look like a different chick that you would have masturbated right. to anyways. <laughs> exactly. And this is great. Now variety you got, is the spice of life. Exactly. Now you're getting two chicks. Then every girl hates their haircut. It doesn't matter if it looks good or bad. They all hate it. So she's going to end up hating this look at some point, going to a third look. Now you've had three different chicks. And you get to be the good guy every time when you tell her you like the look, whether you, you do or not. And that's what you have to say. Every time, you love it. And you have to find something. What you do is you comment on something that she never would have commented on. That's what you have to do. You have to be like, oh, I just love that it like... You know that it looks like, uh, like I love that it looks like a chartreuse. Yeah, bring, you know? <laughs> it, br it brings out other elements of her face that you yeah. never noticed. Before. Oh my god, your eyebrows are so hot now because of this new hairdo. And then like she'll be like, "You really think so?" Oh, it's amazing. I'm willing to bet. I hope he writes a follow up email. I'm willing to bet he's going to end up being a big fan of the new hair. Yeah, he's going to be a big fan the first time they have sex. He's going to yeah. be like, "Oh my god, it's like we started new." Yeah, especially if they go doggy style, it really will seem like a new girl. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. 
That's WIX.com. Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick of the Roenick Life Podcast. Check out our podcast, and I can guarantee you'll hear great stories, blunt, in-your-face honesty. Our guests never disappoint. It's the Roenick Life Podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn. Make sure you go get it. You won't regret it. We're here with Noah Gardenswartz at Noah G Comedy. Go follow him, support him. Fantastic comic. Really fun to watch on stage. You can all go support him. First date advice. Hey, Jew Chains. <laughs> Love the podcast. Also wondering how often you get compared to Schmidt from The New Girl. I get that all the time for some reason. I've never what, even... I heard People sh- think you sound like him? Or look like him. I don't even know. I don't think I look like him at all. No. I get it, but is I it do get it. Is just a neurotic Jew thing? Maybe it is. And then that's the one Jew they've seen on TV, yeah. and they're like, okay, you're the other Jew okay. I know. Well, importantly, the, the one Jew on TV that actually gets laid. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> I've never watched the show. Don't you love how even... Oh, yeah. He's like kind of a cool Jew, but still at the end of the day is like neurotic and yeah. annoying. And so like they threw us a bone and then took it right back. Yeah. <laughs> like you can be... You can yeah. have sex, but we ain't... Yeah. Let and you get past this anxiety. Right. <laughs> it's also, he might have, does he have nice eyebrows, thick eyebrows? Yeah, but I don't see. I Anybody mean, with thick eyebrows, that's, they, who that I get, that's who I get. And then like, I'll look at it and be like, that's a woman. They're so like, yeah, you, but you look alike. You know, like, <laughs> you, get, you get Drake then? Drake, yeah. <laughs> and he, they're just like, oh, look at I found a guy that look. There was one dude that sent in a picture of him looking like me and I was like, I, I don't know, man, maybe the eyebrows. <laughs> I was like, uh, so I've been talking to a, a few girls uh, so I've been talking to a few girls and been on a first few first dates. They seem really awkward and rarely result in second dates. I'm not uh, really asking how to date girls, but I want advice on how to make a first date killer and guarantee a second date. Any wisdom you can impart on me would be greatly appreciated. What do you think? What's your best dating uh, first date advice? I mean, the... I'll give him the advice that I hear from my female friend because I have female roommates and mm. sisters. And what they always talk about is they like original, unique first dates. So don't go with dinner or let's meet up for drinks mm-hmm. or a movie. Have a plan that's kind of something they haven't assumed was going to be a first date because mm-hmm. that right there just makes them warm up a little bit knowing that you put some thought and some creativity into it makes them feel special. Yeah, having a plan is key. I mean, ju- that just shows that you have control of your life even if you don't. Right, when you're setting up the first date, definitely don't start with a what do you want to do, what are you in the mood for, what totally. do you like? You got to pick something and then just invite them on that date. Totally. I uh, I do. I mean, I've given this advice in the past. I, I do wine dates. Okay. Always go to a wine bar and you get a bottle of wine instead of the glass because it's like, oh, you get the bottle. But it ends up being cheaper than getting sure. two and a half glasses each. Also, it's the hourglass for the date. When the bottle's done, you kind of have an out. Yeah, that's great. It's non-committal. That's the kind, yeah, that's key is give yourself something that'll last long enough where if you're enjoying the date, it sets it up perfectly to take it into the second phase. Totally. But not so long that you're stuck there for hours. Yeah, you don't want to be sitting there with you know one of those beer towers <laughs> yeah. And also, like I, eighty beers in it. I avoid a meal on the first date. Because no meals. It, it's awkward. You're stuck there talking in between chewing and bites. It's like girls don't like when guys watch them eat for totally. the most part. And here's the advice of all advice: N- everyone, nobody loves themselves more than themselves. So people love answering questions about themselves. So you have to put, you know, always. And if if it's a good date. Those questions about them will turn into questions about you. That will turn into stories that you've had. That's a good date. And we get in this position, especially with meeting new people and dating, that we just because they're there and they like us, that means we have to like them. You don't. 
It can be a bad date. There's such a thing as bad comedy audiences, just like there's bad daters. And sometimes it's just not a match. So if you're looking across the table and you're like, hey, where are you from? And they just say, Boston. And don't say where you ask you where you're from. That's not on you. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be 100% your fault. It can be 80% your fault. And then but- that's why things like a quicker date, like the wine bar, will give you an easy out or something creative and out there where you're actually interacting with other things. Yeah. So, so I mean, he's so caught up on getting the second date that he should worry more about having good first dates. Not to mention that it kind of goes back to what you were talking about in the last email of you can smell the desperation and the thirst on the virgin. If mm-hmm. he's going in there already worried about getting a second date, he's not going to be present for the first date. So totally. I would say, Forget about whether or not you're going to have a second date. Go and focus on having a good time there in the moment. Make the girl feel appreciated and that you're interested in her, and it'll all take care of itself. Totally. And here's another thing I do on first dates. I ask questions that girls think are not allowed to be spoken about on first dates because it makes you feel like a higher echelon dude and more personal. So if you ask about past relationships, girls will do this. Anytime I've asked, I always ask about past relationships on first dates. And there's girls right now listening being like, are you kidding me? The reason is it's a trick. It's that they make you think that you're more comfortable with me than maybe you are. That's a bold move. (laughs) It's a bold bold move. move. Because you you might end up getting too much information. Which is fine. I'm (laughs) fine. Look, give me, and I love a good dating story. So, and I'm willing to sit there and gossip like one of the girls. So, Tell me a story about how you had this guy in your life and you used to live together and it might and it didn't work out. That's what gets us to know each other. That why didn't it work out? How how'd you meet this guy? Have you been on other dates through this app that we met on? I want to know those things because what it is is you're breaking through the questions that are interview questions and now you're getting emotional answers. And now it's like cuz and then anytime you're on a date and you have a girl say, "I can't believe I'm telling you this." That, those words mean that you're gonna get a yep. hookup. Yeah, you're definitely sure. hooking up. If a girl on the day, I can't believe I'm Wall's saying this to you. Walls coming down. Now they're telling you a story they would have told you on the third date. Now they're maybe touching your dick like they would have done on the third date. It's all about getting an emotional connection. Right now, it feels like he's just doing the science of a date. You go out with me. I go out with you. What do you do? Where are you from? What'd you major in? Where'd you move from? How many siblings? Where your where, how are your parents? I don't. Those questions aren't getting you anywhere. Yeah. It's just like a, a college application. You want to stand out a little bit. Yes. You want to write that essay that gets them teary-eyed. You want that. So, I mean, I always do um, – the question about past relationships is always just fun for me because then I like, you know, this is, you know the, the, then you find out what are, what are they most worried about. And also, if they got in a, out of a relationship a month ago, you're on a very different date than when someone that's like, I've never been in a relationship. Sure. You know, I, I've been on those dates where the girl's been like, I've never had a boyfriend. And I'm like – that's a little Ooh-wee. more troublesome. Not yeah. going to see you on day two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want a virgin that's good with her tongue. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Noah Garden Swartz at Noah G Comedy, NoahGComedy.com. Go check them out. I like this question. Did you go on spring break in college? Uh, yeah, once. Spring break hookup or more? Where'd you go? We went to Panama City Beach. That's a great spot. Filthy. Filthy. That's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the ones that are grungy. Yeah. Like I there's a lot of people that go like Puerto Vallarta and then you see the pictures and they're like staying in a mansion. I'm like, this wasn't the well, this is an experience you could have had when you were 80. Actually, I there was a second time. The reason I said one is because my second one wasn't even a good spring break experience. 
three of my friends and I went to Amsterdam, which we thought would have been a great choice, but uh, it was fucking freezing because it was <laughs> Europe in March. And yeah. so even though it was Amsterdam, it was like I could smoke weed. You could do that anywhere. You know, and so I was just freezing my ass off when everyone else was you like You could on smoke the beach. shitty yeah, Mexican exactly. weed. Exactly. Yeah, and then so. you said, oh, you got to see a girl on her North Face? You can yeah. do that back in fucking Atlanta. <laughs> All right, Papa J train. Let's cut to the chase because this is somewhat of an urgent matter. I do hope you reach back to me. Um, I'm an old ball listener. Okay. I just returned from spring break and had the best time of my life. But I met a girl that blew me away, literally and figuratively. Hey, yo. <laughs> Boomtown. Uh, she's an 878 and was the hardest thing to say goodbye to. Oh, this guy got he's some already, feelings. Yeah, he's already sappy. The she hardest thing to say goodbye to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, mom, dad, don't give a fuck. Grandma died. That was easy. This chick who gave me a good blowjob. Oh, my God. She made me feel great in both physical and emotion, physical way and emotional way. But sadly, I go to school in Iowa and she goes to school in Colorado. It's safe to say, and he puts in, in uh, caps, I caught the feels. To continue on with my decision put forth for me, she invited me. What the fuck was that sentence? To continue on with my decision put forth to me. Just write the fucking sentence, guys. She invited me to her. I mean, his previous sentence said all the feels. All so the at this f- point, I'm cool I'm just, with all the yeah. feels. <laughs> she invited me to her formal in Denver, and I have no idea what I should do. I'm strongly against long-term relationships, so I know that going for that reason would end up go- going nowhere. But a part of me wants to uh, spend another weekend with a great girl, even if I get... Uh, if it gets me to fall even harder for her, I can easily afford a round a trip to Denver, so money is not an issue. I really appreciate your words of wisdom and keep up the stellar work. Thanks. This is, I know exactly what he should do. Okay. He should go to this formal in Denver. He should have a fantastic time. He mm. should enjoy his time with this girl that he likes. They should have great sex. He should get that blowjob again. Mm-hmm. And then he should go back to Iowa and live his normal life again. I could not agree more with the advice. Right? Everything to gain, nothing to lose. Nothing Go to lose. have a great time. Don't fall in love. Don't turn into a cry fest about how you're going to miss her so much. No. Go have a good time in Denver. Go back have to Iowa. Have the best fucking time. And if you guys are meant to be, you'll find each other down the road. Also, I'm going to Boulder April 9th. Can you send me her number? <laughs> I'd really like that great blowjob. <laughs> no, I'm saying... 878, eight, 878, sounds great. No, I, I, I totally... What we do a lot is we're like, oh, she's going to want this. She's going to want yeah. that. Why don't you just drive the road that you're on? Yeah, don't make it more than it has to be. No. Have a good time with the plan that's in front of you. We do this so many, and I'm guilty of this too. I've done this a million times. And it is such a, you get caught up with all this other shit. All you have to do is go have fun at her formal and have the best fucking time. Right. He even said the, the one thing I would expect for a college student is financially it's a burden. He's made it clear that money is no object. No, uh, so yeah. All he has to do is go have the weekend of his life. Go have, and then and then leave, and then what you do, all you are in the best way to have fun, casual hookups is to have like a backstory that gets in the way of a future relationship. He has the backstory. I'm in Iowa. You're in Denver. Ain't gonna happen. And that's why I said, if if they really do have this connection, it'll work out. It'll work out. Yeah, but don't make it more than it has to be. But Right now, all he has to do is have this one fun time. And you know what? She might, it might be 30 years from now, and she's 50 with her husband, and you guys see each other. You know, you go on vacation somewhere and you see each other across the room, and you're like, oh my God, I remember that fucking chick. Notebook that shit. Yeah, that's the girl. And then she looks at you and she's like, that's the guy. And then you have one moment where you get a little sweaty thinking of that hot weekend you had in the fraternity formal. And you're like, 
Okay, happy I had that. You will never look back at this experience and think, I shouldn't have done that. You will never regret it. I will say, listen, <coughs> this guy sounds a little sensitive, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with. Yeah. But I will tell him, don't go out there and water down the weekend with you getting sad and emotional. Yeah. Go have a good time. Don't start putting all this pressure on her to commit and turn into a relationship and ask no. what's going to happen after. Just go have tons of sex and have a good time. Yeah, and it's all about that. You, you make it more than that, and you're ruining yourself. You're not giving yourself mm -hmm. the experience of being together. It's, I, I watch The Bachelor a lot. Okay, I love The Bachelor. I live tweet it every Monday when it's on. I'll be live tweeting The Bachelorette when it comes on. I love it. What they do on that show, and it's so interesting, so many times, all they talk about, you'll think like, they'll be like, I'm in love with him. And you'll be like, oh, really? All they, But all they've talked about is the relationship. That's all on the show. And I know it's a TV show, but they've only talked about what are you, what am I, how do you feel about this? And it's like, have you guys even talked about movies? You know, right. like, yeah, have you guys even had yeah. fun with, together? I've only seen you talk about what your status is. And you can get caught up in that. And especially in this where they're like, well, I'm there, you're here. Just go have fun. Right. Let her be your tour guide to her vagina and to Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, and he's going to a dope place. Yeah, you're going so to it's going to be fun. And it's, yeah, there's marijuana everywhere. Yeah. You can just it's buy just it. just going to be high and coming for 48 <laughs> hours. It's a, I, there's no problem. <laughs> Listen, and if you really, you know, you go the weekend, absolutely have fun. If you really feel in love with her, try to get her pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> no, just don't no. do that. Drop that load. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I like this question. It all started with a lie. Mm hmm I met this girl on Tinder. She's an 888 after a few days of talking. <laughs> so she was an 885. Yeah, now that you upped her game. Also, they've only talked from Tinder. Tinder. Here's the issue. After all the standard social media platform connections were made, and I was able to see the pictures other people have tagged her in, it turns out she's more of an 856. So, so her, her so body she used went, to be heavy, I'm guessing, and she, lost some weight, or or she's now she's gained weight. Yeah, she used to be too skinny, and now she's got some curves. I'm not shallow. Really, don't care about uh, normally about body size with girls. I'm in fact, I'm into the tend to lose girl kind of girl, just like you. She's <laughs> I've said that I like a girl uh, who, who, who could lose ten. To the choir. Uh, she's more of a twenty to lose gal, but that's not the issue. The issue is the amount of effort she put into lying about her size and presenting a totally different version of herself. She she basically started everything with lying about what she looks like. She even looked really skinny in the picture that I'd seen of her before I did some deeper looking. How should I play this out? We've casually talked about getting together and going to Slam City. She seems to uh, to like me a fair amount, so I don't want to hurt her feelings or make it seem like her weight alone is causing me to, to not like her. It's her lying so intentionally that about me that, about it that bugs me. Okay. Um, I'm gathering that she's a bigger girl. Yeah. And so if she's lying about that, it's probably because, unfortunately, society has made them feel like they have to lie about that mm -hmm. and that a guy wouldn't be interested in a bigger girl. Mm -hmm. But if he's seen her at the accurate big size that she is and she, he's still attracted to her, go then he it. should just go for it because he's got to know that she was only lying because she thought she wouldn't be able to meet a guy like him unless she did. Yes, totally agree. And it, the thing is... Especially like, what do you think? You're not lying, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, like you you rewrote uh, every text is a lie. You rewrite that five different times. You think you're really writing the things that you actually think in that moment. You're you're not even giving her the uh, when you answer her questions. You don't even give her facial expressions. Facial expressions are the most honest things you could give a person. Uh, things you write over text have been rehearsed. Those are you've written your own script to make you sound as good as possible. So let's get off this. 
high horse that he's sitting right. on that she's a liar so that I can't go on the, I can't possibly understand someone making themselves look good on a dating app especially if he actually is comfortable with what she looks like in reality yeah he's, once again this is a non-issue with dating it's follow it's like toucan sam what do you say follow yeah. your nose follow your dick yeah and a physical lie out of insecurity if she didn't you know we've all done that what do you think yeah. when you take a selfie you take the camera you put it up and to the right because it makes your face look skinnier. And then you take 40 pictures and choose the one best version. Exactly. And then you put it under a tint that made you look tan. <laughs> so let's get over this. We're all doing this. I, that's why I hate when they do this. Like Lena Dunham, they had this whole thing about like some Lena Dunham did a cover of a magazine where she was like naked a bunch of years ago. And then like some women's ma magazine was like, this is horrible. They because they touched it up. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't touch it up? We all want to look. We, you know, we all want to look good in pictures. We all untag ourselves in bad pictures. Yeah, it's uh... so. Like, what are we? You're gonna get on somebody for being a human, <laughs> you know? Like, you, just because they fight for you can fight for women's rights or for you know equality while also having feelings and wanting to feel like your best self. Yeah, I mean, sometimes men and women are just pieces of shit. Yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> you know, you know what's gonna be funny though is he's gonna deal with this mental mental obstacle to go over this line. And yeah, they're gonna meet, and she's not gonna be into it. He yeah. looks like in person. <laughs> she's gonna look at him and be like, "Wait, you're not tall enough." <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. This is called "I Think I'm a Bad Feminist Because of This Email." Oh, I'm intrigued. There's a lady listener. She's a female. I think we gotta turn up the. Ch it's chick email. Oh, yeah. It does sound like it's female. Yeah. <laughs> we well, email and female. Yeah, yeah. Rhyme, chick so. email. I think we gotta turn that up a little bit. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm 28, and the guy I'm seeing is 33. I've been forward with him. Before we met, I was a bit of a lady player, and he was a perpetual single man. I've left my ways behind and have actually adopted many of the tips you've shared on your podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, so I'll let all the ladies, uh, even as recent as a tip, uh, recent a tip as the PDA tip you gave on the last podcast. So I don't know when she sent this in. I gave a PDA tip. I don't know. I wasn't here for the last one. So. I let all the ladies know that he's he's uh, he is with me to see if he pushed me away. Oh, I told. Okay. Well, just go for a hand or a kiss yeah, on the cheek. and so and in public and yeah, see sure. if he how he reacts to that. Uh, a way to make himself more available to them or not, and he pulled me in closer. So I know he wants to be with me. Let's let's hold hold our horses there. He wants to be with you right now. Is the answer sure. how though do i get him to nut up if you will and be the man even tonight i sit here a little heartbroken that we had plans to go out but work came up i don't mind taking the back seat always to work because i ask him to take the back seat for my job sometimes however it is getting to be more and more recently uh and it's it is now becoming a point that he doesn't even ask me to go out I have to make the plans. How do I get him to step up and make the moves again? I've been very upfront and tried to uh, not have my wants and needs be a hidden agenda. I've even go against all the feminist propaganda and make sure that I look my absolute best when we go out to... I don't think that's, that's a feminist, feminist propaganda. <laughs> no. that, again, that's humans being human. Yeah, you just, want to look good for the person you like. Yeah, look good. It There's feels good to have someone yeah. say you, you look yeah. good. So go with that. That's why you, you, Adam Carolla says this great thing. is You, you salivate when you s smell a steak. Yeah, you should eat a steak. You know, it's just the same thing. You want to look good. Um, 
I need him to step it up and be the kind of guy worthy of treating me like a king. Ugh, what have I become? I don't even hate. I don't. I don't even hate that I said that. I have to start. Uh, I've started to step back with texting and trying to ma- not make plans. Give him the pants to wear, if you will. What do I do? How do I get him to take the reins of the relationship? Should I step so far back that I'm seeing other people, or should I wait it out? I really like him, but I don't want to play the games anymore. We are adults now, and at some point, we have to be- begin adult relationship. Uh, begin an adult relationship. I hope this uh, this would be it, but maybe it's not. What do you think? Well, so she's actually of the age, similar to my age, where... At this point, you are done with the game playing. And as a man, I would much rather her come at me with her complaint, literally. Just yeah. tell me exactly what's bothering her, and mm. we can have a discussion about it, as opposed to trying to play games and figure it out like a chess move. You yeah. Know, like, you don't need to step back and wait for him. To, if, if there's something about him that's bothering you, tell him what's bothering you. Yes. I agree with that, especially because he's an older guy. Yeah, he's 33. And he, they've already he can hooked deal up. With it, right. And also, she's 28. She doesn't want her time wasted. I mean, there's two moves. The move she's playing is you can play you can play that move where it's like you can send him a text being like hey I'm free all week I mean the move is all it's all about actions with guys we we move the way we want to move so just like the guy who wasn't sure about the fat chick follow your dick if you're attracted go for it like this guy's following his dick you know to the things he wants to do you have to present him with options to move towards. And if he moved towards them, then that's a good thing. And if he doesn't, that's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning of the email, it sounded like they were exclusive. And towards the end, I figured that they haven't necessarily had that conversation. So I suggest that she's honest while being prepared for him to say that he's not in that place Mm. yet. And she has to risk possibly losing this relationship that she feels coming on. But I think that's a lot better than playing games and mind moves and waiting for him to guess the right thing to do. Here's the process, and I agree with that totally. The process is send him a text saying, hey, this week I'm busy. Next week uh, I'd love to get together. And then let him make the plan. That's a great idea. If he doesn't make the plan, then you come at him and say, hey, listen, I'm not looking for just kind of a, a kind of relationship. I'm looking to grow this. And when he respond, And he'll respond to that with a yes, no, or maybe. Right. The no and maybe are the same exact fucking thing. That means no. The yes is, okay, yes, but then follow it up with a plan. Because then that's when you know, oh, I want to do this with you. I want, guys are just very much about, it's not even about the talking. We'll talk and talk and talk, but when we do something, you know that we're in. And sending the text, the uh, I'm free next week, is a great first step. That's a good yes. idea because then you're not silently brooding, waiting for him to reach out, but you've also given him the ball, put it in his court for him to make that actual move. Exactly. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Noah, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Well, yeah, pleasure. Great advice. Noah G Comedy on Twitter, noahgcomedy.com. Online, go check him out, support him, get involved with what he's doing. Fantastic comic. Thank you for coming on. We're going to do some hypotheticals and the news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. We're here with Noah Garden Swartz. Thank you for coming on, man. Great advice. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for having Fantastic. me. Fantastic. Noah G Comedy on Twitter, noahgcomedy.com. Go find him, support him. Fantastic comic. Man Samp. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Man Samp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday, along with this one that is every Tuesday and Friday. So get it in your Rolodex. A lot of listening. A lot of listening to do. So get involved. Let's do a hypothetical. I like this one. Hypotheticals. Fuck, Mary, kill. Mm. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez. 
Uh, oh, I, easy. Go for it. I am marrying Selena, mm. fucking Ariana, and killing Taylor. Marrying Selena, mm-hmm. fucking Ariana, killing Tara. Killing Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, that's exactly right. Yeah, I think that's that's, exactly that's right. the only answer, right? Yeah, I mean, off the bat, I'm not physically attracted to Taylor, so she gets killed. Taylor, Selena yeah. seems like a little bit more of a stable, mm. loving person than Ariana, so that's why she'll get wifed up instead of just fucked. Ariana, you hear those stories about her wanting to be photo- like t- pictures taken from one angle. She yeah, only has one hairdo. Yeah, there have been too many stories about her being a nightmare to deal with. You don't yeah. want to marry that. No, you don't want to marry that. You do want to fuck that. You yeah. want to. You want yeah. nightmare to deal with is a fun fuck. Also, if even ten percent of those stories are true. She's a nightmare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Taylor doesn't look like she'd be fun to fuck. No. And her catalog of breakup songs alone lets you know she's not an easy partner, so you don't no. want to marry her. <laughs> Do not want that. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, she also, like, that is what women, like, try to achieve as far as, like, a body look. That couldn't be less attractive to me. Yeah. It's just not my Plus, type at all. I maintain you take all three of those women 40 years from now, Selena will look the best. She looks like she's yeah. going to age the best of that group. Totally. And she looks... Terrific! That, now yeah, that I has love, to do with the, the last name Gomez too. Like that Latin, black and Latino, they age very well. Oh yeah. No, I've seen some rough Latina aging going on in yeah. Bushwick. <laughs> 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 well, I, I have a feeling Selena has a has a team yeah. that will take care right. of her. Yeah, I think you were talking about. Pop, Latina pop stars. Yes, Latina yeah, pop yeah. stars. They age yeah. well. I mean, look famous at, look millionaires at, yeah, tend to age well. Yeah, J Lo is really anyone flying private is doing okay. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, J Lo. I mean, look at her. Mm. You look at her and you're like, oh god. I'd still take her over any of those three. I would. I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and in her body doesn't. It defines. Lo, it defies logic. I went to. So I was. I've told this on a few episodes ago. I went with uh, for. You know, be- do you know Becky? Yeah, so, ass fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Becky's birthday, we went to a strip club in the Bronx. Okay, and it was a black strip club. Fantastic. The women bodies there—it was every shape, every size, and it was like, and the skin so tight, <laughs> like you couldn't like it was like a, there was a woman on stage, and I said this before, over two hundred pounds, and she was rocking it. Like you couldn't, oh, yeah. and like you looked at her body, and I was like more looking at her like a scientist. Like, how could this be? <laughs> you know, just the way everything stood up. Cocoa butter. I, I got maybe I should start using. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not cocoa using it butter. Harder, yeah, <laughs> what if I became a big cocoa butter <laughs> guy. How about this? Would you rather shit yourself once a week or piss yourself once a day? No <laughs> warning when it happens; it just happens. Oh, that's a great question. I'd, I'd go with piss once a day. Once a day. I no mean, shit, warning. You act like shitting yourself once a week is no inconvenience. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, once a week is still a pretty high frequency to have your clothes absolutely ruined. Yeah. And look, if someone sees you piss yourself, that's forgivable and forgettable. Yes. If someone sees you shit yourself, you are permanently the guy who shit himself. You're a guy who poops himself. Yeah. Man, Sip, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, you can, I, I'm, w- I'm with you. I think you got to piss yourself once a day. You can wear like dark jeans or something you wear black jeans mm. so people won't even notice yeah you pretend to spill and right. now all of a sudden you spilled on your pants yeah, there's no good. getting out of shitting your pants you I can't guess hide you the could smell also yeah the smell alone with piss you could drink enough water where it's basically water exactly yeah and you could hide it up yeah, yeah you've convinced me at first I was totally on the shit bandwagon because it's only once a week yeah because yeah. once a week I like taking a shit but then it's yeah, in what your if pants you're on stage though change like, pants yeah, they're at the, the cellar you shit yeah, yourself that's the worst part is that you have no notice when it happens yeah no notice notice this guy (laughs) let's see if we have another one um hypothetical okay here's a here's a here's a wild one okay hey jizz drain 
Would you rather fuck a clone of yourself until you both get off or kill your clone with your bare hands and then get rid of the evidence? <laughs> wow. That is so this guy one. writes some, some details. Keep in mind that in this scenario, your clone is an exact replica of yourself and will make virtually the same decisions as you. He's also given the same set of options and will obviously choose whatever you do. <laughs> so if you try to kill him, you will pretty much have a 50% chance of living. Also, if you this try, is pretty awesome. Also, if you choose to fuck yourself, you will still have a clone of yourself walking around, but if you kill him, no one will ever know he existed. Love the pod. Gets me through my days at the office. What do you guys think? Wow, this is really this is detailed. Well, because here's here's the other thing: if you have to fuck yourself, yeah, as a man, you have to decide if you're pitching or catching. Mm-hmm. And if you're fucking yourself, they want the same thing, exactly. Which means automatically one of you is taken in the ass against your will. Yes, which just sounds awful. Awful. Yeah, uh, but you're on the same page with yourself. That's the thing. You know what yeah, I mean? You like, would you're create get a deal. It. Yeah. Yeah, and because it is you, I guess you can make yourself come quicker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what feels good. <laughs> you know what you want. You can get it over with quicker. Yeah, you know where to put, you know, you know, put your hands and shit. Right. I don't know. I the killing yourself thing is like Well, why are you ki- the the point is like maybe you don't want a clone of you walking around. That's why yeah. you yeah. fuck yourself, right? Okay. I mean, or you don't mind it, but you'd kill yourself well, to not have it. That and, you right. know, the, what releases the the person from from you having to kill is that you fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, right. I'd fuck myself just for the thought of, like, we'd want the same meal afterwards. Yeah. It would be a good hangout. I know I can And then you would know what it's like to fuck you. Yeah. Which I gives could, you, like, a whole new advantage. Yeah, yeah, it's like, a, it's kind of like shadow boxing. I mean, I will, <laughs> on this one, I will begrudgingly choose fucking myself just because yeah. I don't want to have to kill a person, myself or anyone else. Killing a human, that doesn't sound yeah. like an attractive offer to me at all. It's no. I just like, and then you got to get rid of the body. Yeah. It's, and then it's like someone finds you and it's like, but it looks like, you know, now it's you. It's you your know, twin You know what's funny yeah. is in one scenario, you get to come twice and still we like took a very <laughs> long time to deliver. <laughs> Would I rather come twice yeah. or kill someone? <laughs> JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. If you, if you have a hypothetical Send it in with the title hypothetical J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do some news. Yeah, there's a new Russian website and it's a company called Tittygram. And for no more than $10, it's being called the Uber for boobs. Mm. You can allow user, it allows users to customize a 35 character or less message that is written on a pair of models' boobs and you get the picture within an hour. So, this is a thing that like a lot of you know, we I think we're above the age that this became a thing where like a lot of girls will write on their boobs, rush a fraternity. Oh, and it, yeah, it, I didn't, I didn't that was not something that we never did, but like rush boobs became a thing on the internet. Okay, this is kind of in the same vein, right? Uh, absolutely. So write. it's like you'd send your buddy a happy birthday text. You pay ten bucks to have a Russian model write happy birthday Eli on the text, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you text Eli the picture. Yeah, and do I get to choose the size of boobs? I imagine you get to pick from a catalog. How yeah. sad would that be? You just send. He's well, saying, that would actually saying, be way more like that, I would send the worst pair of tits yeah, they yeah. have on the site <laughs> just for fun. I, I want, would look for shitty tits. I want, yeah, I want flapjacks just like <laughs> with like, uh, sorry, happy Friday. You know, with like flap- this is a Russian company. I bet they're not joking around that much. I bet no. they're like, no, you take the perfect. They see no irony right. in, yeah. <laughs> in sending your buddy shitty titties. <laughs> it's, it's gross titty. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should start your own website, shittytitty.com. Yeah. We'll send you the 
worst tits. Right. You know, with you can send your condolences. On yeah, there. like sorry, <laughs> sorry about grandma. Yeah, you wouldn't you have liked when you the dog died? Wouldn't you like a couple of shitty titties? Just, just a pair of like beagle ear yeah, titties just yeah. hanging down. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> or just dog tits. See eight nipples. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Let's go to the next one. All right. Uh, so I, I kind of feel like I know how you're going to feel about this, but let's get into it. The Yankees and Mets at the stadiums have banned. Uh, based on the New York City Council, 44 to 3 vote in banning um, chewing tobacco. So now the players will not be able to dip and all that stuff because it's not allowed at the I stadium. thought that wasn't allowed in MLB anyway. Well, yeah, but I mean, Hasn't you look at for a while. That the I, it seems like those guys are dip. dipping, I, man. I like, thought, I, yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I, I hate anything that like doesn't let you just be a human. Right. Like, this is just a way of parents blocking themselves from having to teach their kids anything. You know, like like the, the the argument is that well, you these are role models, and we don't want kids seeing you chewing tobacco. Well, is the story is the story the issue that the players can't do it, or now people in the stands can't enjoy a dip while they're watching a three hour baseball game where not a lot's happening? Well, that wasn't something that really got into the article. Was essentially like it's a shame that this is like this is un-American, essentially that like baseball players can't dip while they're at the ballpark. It's the which, baseball players, yeah, because they've. And it's the fans. Everyone yeah. loses. Well, but they can't really police that. I mean, if you're in the upper deck or whatever, and you got your your skull, you can fucking you can dip. Probably. I mean, you're not I supposed to. But. I don't care. I mean, I can see if I was an addicted player, why it would upset me. But I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world for them not to dip for a few hours while they play the game. Who gives a shit? I mean, but at the same time, it's like you know, this is coming from a place where it's like, well, there. How about baseball players aren't role models? <laughs> you know, like just because someone was good at baseball means that like this is you know. And I know your kids will like. Well, that's just a Pandora's box of arguments. Like once you once you open up the whole idea of athletes not being role models, it's like sure they probably shouldn't be, but inevitably they're going. Inevitably to be. they they're are. But, you know, listen. You can look up to an athlete for how he plays. You know, if they're a hustler, like you want to be, you want your kid liking a hustler. But at the same time, if that same hustler does chewing tobacco, and your kid's like, well, I want to chew just like him. Yeah, but that isn't a good thing. That's not good for you. It's going to make your lip fall off. Right. Well, that's where it's coming having from. Having that the, conversation, like you shouldn't absolve yourself from that conversation through, you know, if we make rules for everything to make everyone, all our role models good, then like, what, you don't, we're just going to put it on auto drive? Well, it's less, I think, about the role. I mean, you're right about that, but I think it's less about the role model thing and the reason why it's banned is for health reasons. That's sort of the the thing. It's like, why are we, how do you feel about legislating somebody's own Choice, like you know, it's not good for you. There's plenty of information out there. Yeah, you I mean, know it's if, addictive. That, like, if you're going with health, then you shouldn't be able to sell the hot dogs there either. Yeah, absolutely. This right. is the slippery thing. slope. But for me, I'm indifferent on the story. I, I'm not offended by the players yeah. chewing tobacco, and I don't shed a tear for them if they can't. I hear you got another story. No, nah, that's it today. Let's do a shout out. Uh, no, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank Fantastic you. Fantastic episode. Was a lot of fun. It's awesome I, to have I you. I hope we're helpful. Uh, no, definitely go follow Noah on Twitter at Noah G Comedy. Uh, Noah G Comedy Fantastic. Go check them out. Uh, Mansamp, thank you for bringing the news. Absolutely. Thanks Doing the hypotheticals me. at Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. Uh, here's a Snapchat shout out before we sign out. Sud J Train. It's me again, dude from ASU who sends those snaps whenever I'm sober enough to remember to have my phone out pre and post smash. Oh, this is the dude that sends the great snap. This kid is fucking like crazy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he goes to ASU. He should be. I know, but they're like the hottest fucking chicks. I'd like what, to give he snaps you, a picture of the girls he just fucked? It's always, there's always hot chicks, like boobs and shit. Like, he, right. he's one of the, I'm not going to give it out, but like, I, he's always he's got living life. 
killing it. I got to hang out with this dude. I, I yeah. once sent him a snap. I was like, I don't know who you are, or why you're doing this, but we need to hang out. <laughs> yeah, why don't you book a show at A's? I forget know, Owens. Yeah, fuck fans. this. <laughs> I'd like to give a Snapchat shout out to my bro, Barnes. His username is just.josh2. Just.josh2. Trolling him has been my fave pastime <laughs> of mine for the last three years since we've been roommates. He's just now he's just now joined Snapchat, and I can think of no better way to welcome him to have his feed be nothing of waves of shits. Uh, totes preach. Keep up the good work. You always do. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And I appreciate all the listeners. Uh, thank you guys for listening and getting involved. Um, I'm JTrain56 on all platforms. We will be back next episode. Get your friends involved. Keep spreading the word. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media.